Reluctant by Marla Josephs Narrated by Jamie Lamchick Chapter 1 Fallon stood there, solemn and alone, at her father's gravesite. Her face was expressionless, as one of the Marines played taps while the others held the flag. It was a private ceremony. There was no one to see her tears as the Marines folded the flag and gave her father his final salute. Well, no one but the Marines. Just like her father, Fallon didn't like sharing her feelings, her pain. She didn't want condolences. Most of what people said irritated the hell out of her. Why did people not think before they spoke? These relatives, these distant people who hadn't been there to share any of the trials and tribulations she and her father had shared, now wanted to come out of the woodwork with their empty words. One had sent her a text message that read, Stay proud. What the hell did that mean? Somehow her father's death had stolen her pride? She couldn't even think of any logical explanation of what that was supposed to even mean. And if she heard another person say, Well, we all have to go sometime, she would either scream or slap the shit out of them. Was that supposed to make her feel better? She hadn't asked not one person for condolences. So if this was the extent to their uninvited condolences, Fallon would prefer they shoved them up their own asses. Rather than be caustic or mean, Fallon knew when it was best to stay away from others. Surely they must mean well, she guessed. The kindest, most heartfelt words she'd received had come from strangers and mere acquaintances. The movement of the Marines recaptured her attention. She noticed one of the Marines' hands shook ever so slightly as he folded the flag, and perspiration had formed on his upper lip. She stared at him, feeling vaguely sorry for him because he seemed to sense her silent pain. They all did, really. She'd expected that they would definitely act appropriately and wear solemn expressions, but they all seemed to genuinely feel some of her pain. Maybe they felt sorry for her because she was so alone, she wondered absently. When the one soldier came to hand her the flag, she stared blankly at him as tears flowed freely down her still stoic face. On behalf of the President of the United States, the Marine Corps, and a grateful nation, the soldier began. Fallon noted his voice trembled and sounded strained. Her vision blurred through his next words as fresh tears poured heavier from her eyes and her lip trembled. Please accept this flag as a symbol of our appreciation for your father's service and our condolences for your loss. He extended the flag to her, and she took it. He made a crisp turn, as did the others, and they marched away. By the time her father was secured in his final resting place, Fallon was all tapped out. Her tears had dried, and her face was blank. She just wanted to go home and go to bed. She vaguely realized that the soldiers were gone. She'd meant to thank them. The graveyard attendants, or whomever they were, were the only others around. She was alone in the world now. It had always been her and her father. Chapter 2 When Fallon arrived home, her cousin Shelton was waiting for her on the porch. What are you even doing here? she asked in a tone that sounded dead even to her own ears. I let you bury him alone, Fallon, 
that's the extent of your wishes I'm able to grant. Shelton's voice was quiet and firm. Fallon looked away from his pained eyes. There's no way I'm letting you stay here alone tonight. Why didn't you just let yourself in with your key, then? She asked, not really caring. I did, he answered. He stood slowly and came towards her. I couldn't stay in the house, so I came out here to wait for you. Oh. Come inside. He pulled her forward and put an arm around her shoulders, leading her into the house. Once inside, he slid her purse from her shoulder and led her to the kitchen. She stopped in the doorway and a chuckle of faint amusement made its way past her numbness. There was a cake sitting on the counter. It's that chocolate caramel thing you like, Shelton said, giving her a tug and gesturing her to a chair. Take those boots off.